So if the idea of consistently marketing your small business seems like a bit of a pipe dream right now, like don't get me wrong, I totally get it. It's almost like there's 20 different platforms and you don't know which one to be on or what to say and then it feels like you're starting from scratch every time you move to the next one. Well, don't sweat it. You're not alone. I totally get it. And there's a way I can help. I wanted to introduce you to my concept of layering in your marketing where it's about going through one step at a time, one platform at a time, establishing sustainable, consistent strategies that actually really well articulate to your potential customers what you like to work with, why what you do is important and how they can work with you. And then gradually, as you develop these strategies and these systems, layering more platforms in, more ideas in, getting a bit more creative, but in a way that you can maintain over time so your story and the conversation keep building. This is my go-to way for ensuring we avoid the overwhelm, avoid trying to do too much at once and then having the wheels fall off and allows us to do this slow burn, slow build with a focus on storytelling and not on likes, shares, comments, or like the vanity metrics we can get lost in. I hope, really hope this strategy gives you guys some traction that you can maintain and so people can keep hearing about how amazing your business is and why you're the next one they should be working with. Right, let's jump in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host, Meredith Page, and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses, and now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum and a wife, and I want to share with you everything I've learned and I'm still learning about juggling a family, business growth, mental well-being and healthy boundaries. Here we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses. If you're running a small business, raising small humans, and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. So interestingly though, this is the first episode I'm recording with a proper mic and not the built-in phone headset. So should see how this one sounds, whether it's better, worse, whether it needs tweaking. I don't know. I could just be digging a big technical hole for myself. But we'll see how it goes. Which actually links really interestingly into this episode's topic, and that is the idea of layering your marketing. So this kind of concept is about just getting started, just for the sake of getting started, and then as you progress, layering in more complexity, better quality better equipment but not letting that stop you from getting started because you don't think the quality is high enough you don't think the equipment's good enough so marketing can feel like a pretty big beast to wrangle with a lot of moving parts and you, unfortunately or fortunately you need a lot of moving parts to it because people may respond differently to different mediums like someone might be willing to buy after seeing a social media post others might be convinced by an email maybe it's a radio ad um, something they received in the mail from you. So we do kind of need a lot of moving parts to it. Um, the dripping cat principle obviously still applies. It's just, if anything, it's worse now. Um, I think in years gone by, it was the, the golden rule was like um, like 10, 7 to 10 touch points before someone would actually be fully aware of you, perhaps even ready to do business with you. Now it's like 20 or 30 because we're so saturated with marketing. 
Um, like you think about how many sponsored posts and ads turn up in your Facebook feed and your Instagram feed and how many people are selling on TikTok. And um, so we're very inundated with advertising at the moment. So you need to be doing even more to stay top of mind with potential customers than ever before. And all the different aspects of your marketing are important for different stages of what's known as the customer journey, which is like a super woo-woo way of saying where they are in the road to buying from you. Like are they just figuring out they have a problem? Have they like identified the problem and now looking for a solution? Um, are they aware that you are a potential provider of the solution? Like at all these different touch points, they might be interacting with different parts of your marketing. So I'm not here to tell you that I'll just focus on one thing and you'll be totally fine. Like I said, unfortunately, you need multiple pots on the boil. Getting too dependent on one platform is, frankly, like downright dangerous, Um, especially with social media. It's like paying rent with a really shitty tenant agreement in place that offers you virtually no protection and could have you on your ass out on the street tomorrow. Like, I've spoken to photographers who have lost entire Instagram accounts with followers and engagement and have had to start from scratch or people that have had their accounts hacked or shut down, or a feature that you're really dependent on gets removed and suddenly you don't know what to do with the platform now. And like organic reach, that is um, a follower, like an actual subscribed follower, their chance of actually seeing your content, even though they've consented to seeing your content, their chances of seeing it while they're just casually scrolling is like abysmally low. Like we're talking like anywhere between 5 to 10%. Like it's sad. If you're not paying to play on these platforms, it's pretty bad. So what I do want you to know is that it's possible to layer your marketing efforts in one at a time. Like if marketing is something you found the back burner for ages and you know it's important, but it's just seemed like this massive laundry pile slash dumpster fire that you haven't wanted to deal with. And now you're like, okay, I need to kind of level out these boom and bust cycles. I need some consistency. That's probably going to come from consistent messaging and consistent marketing. I want you to know that it is possible to take this one step at a time. Now, you might also be wanting to rush in and do all the things because you want results now. Something I need you to kind of wrap your brain around before you do that is that marketing is less like direct sales and more like farming. Like It's more about sort of planting the seeds that are going to kind of come to fruition in like three, six, nine months' time. It's not like you can get direct sales out of marketing but it's not we're not it's not really what we're talking about here that's like more of like a promotion where limited time really strong call to action what we're talking about here is the consistent messaging you put out there to create a baseline for communicating with your customers like that stuff it's better that you do it one at a time and establish the habit establish the routine and the system for one thing at a time So then it's like, okay, that pot's on the boil. Now I'm going to cook the next bit because I know that's up and running now. Um, This also allows you to like test and tweak. So you can like create a batch of content and I'll cover that a little bit more in a sec. You can create a batch of content and you can check the results and then you can apply what you've learned and what you're seeing to the next round. Um, Establishing a system also gives you the chance to like outsource the process once you've got it reasonably down pat. So you can take it to like a virtual assistant, which is what I do, or maybe a key staff member if you have a small team and they're like keen to learn and try stuff. You might want to outsource it entirely, but at least you'll be doing so on like understanding the process and you're not starting from scratch. But it is important to just start. How it starts won't be how it evolved. It certainly didn't for me. What I do marketing now looks very different to how it did three, four years ago. But you won't evolve unless you at least start. And something else I'll tell you right now too, it'll never be done. 
similar to your to-do list, it'll never be finished. Marking will never be set and forget 100%. And nor should it be. Like you're about to kind of, you're about to embark on a constant process of testing, tweaking, changing, trying new things. But it's necessary. And it's also a chance for you to constantly remind yourself why you're doing this. What is this all for? Why why have you got this, you know, to quote Liam Neeson, special set of skills that you can use to serve others? Like the way I kind of look at it, I'm just going to go woo-woo for a second. You have a gift or a set of skills or a set of gifts, right? And these aren't called gifts because they've been given to you. This is how you've been called to give to others. And marketing can be a really amazing opportunity to remind yourself of that almost every day. Okay. So that's enough where we let's get down to business. Right. The key areas I believe all small businesses should cover are website. Now that's a once-off thing that you should have access to and control of. We won't do a deep dive into that right now. We're just going to assume that you meet that criteria in this instance and we'll move on. Uh, Google My Business Listing. Also a one and done you should maintain. Um, mainly because maps are like the second most commonly used way customers find businesses after Google search, especially if they're looking for like a XYZ business near me. So that should be a one and done. I'm going to assume you have that set up. So the three we're going to focus on in this episode are email marketing, social media content, and a core content strategy. So when we say email marketing, this is about having a database of email subscribers who have consented to receiving emails from you about your work. So this is important because this can be whittled down and boiled down to a spreadsheet you own saved on your computer. It is yours. This is a list of people that you own who consented to interact with you online. Um, It's not an account that can be closed tomorrow without notice and then you have to find those people all over again. This is your resource. Um, So then when we look at social media content, these are the stories that we tell each week about like our values, why what we do is important, how we how we show we can understand our customers, the solutions we offer, how people can work with us. And then your core content strategy is the weekly way we share um, valuable knowledge. It's this podcast. Um, And that establishes our expertise, gives people a preview of what we're like to work with and what we have to offer. So like I said, in this episode, we're going to focus on the last three, um, email, social media, and core content, because that's what's more related to active, consistent marketing. So let's start with social media because it's a really great way to build an email list, which I'll show you towards the end. Um, so here, consistency is key. Like, don't come straight out of the gate doing, I'm going to do three a day and then wonder why you burn out and the wheels fall off, okay? So don't, don't set yourself an unsustainable goal. The idea is to be consistent, not to be prolific, like tomorrow. So one of the approaches that I recommend if you are just sort of wanting to get traction is this idea of my three buckets strategy it's called connect convey convert this is a great way to be ticking three big boxes in your content every week create a post that meets one of these criteria so when we say connect it's connecting with your audience like how can you relate to their problems their frustration their goals how can you show them that you get where they're at um, next one is convey so how do you convey your expertise and a knowledge you know and knowledge in a way that gives them a quick win like you might be like a tip of the week or a did you know or do this next that kind of thing that just a little bit of value, shows you know what you're talking about, shows that you're there to help. And then convert. We often forget to tell people what the next step is if they want to do business with us. Like how can they work with you? Remind them what they can do if they're ready to get going. Um, another great tip if you're trying to get consistent with your social media content is to create a 6 to 12 month calendar for your business. Um, this can just be a wall calendar or a 
bolded ones, mark out like your public holidays, major events, seasons, anything that's connected to your customers and your products and your services. That way, if you're stuck for ideas, this can be a really great resource for like what to have a conversation about online through social media that's relevant in the moment. So as you kind of then dive into your social media strategy and start making your content and your posts and things like that, start paying a lot of attention to what you enjoy engaging with online. How can you replicate some of that, either like the technique or the approach in your own content? And like I don't just mean lip sync to the same reel. Like think about what is it about the way that reel or that post, that graphic, what is it about the way that's been executed that I really like? How can I do that myself? Another thing, don't get hung up on the visuals. And that kills me to say as someone who's a qualified, you know, bachelor of design, graphic design person, um, don't get hung up on the visuals. Done's better than perfect. Like you can use all photos that you've just got saved in your camera roll. Um, you can take screenshots of text posts that you do. Like I see a lot of people posting their Twitter statuses. Really good way to get your face and your thoughts in the same kind of graphic. Um, or jump onto our app like Canva, grab a template you like and update it with your brand colors. Because again, how it starts won't be forever. It's the important thing is to just get traction so you have something you can measure and refine. And and now you guys, a lot of you guys are going to cringe hearing me say this, but try Try to get your face in your feed as much as possible, either yours or the team members who will be working directly with customers, obviously with their permission. Like we can't expect our stuff with the faces of our business, so that's a conversation that needs to be had first. But this is about preempting the relationship they're going to have with you. Like think of your social media as like a way you can give them a preview of the experience of working with you. So commit to posting at least three times a week for six months using this connect, convey, convert as your starting point, if you like. Um, creating the content in batches can really help. Where, and what that is is you just set aside a couple of hours to like go through your phone for ideas or jot some notes down, and you can create visuals and captions and then schedule them in advance so you can like set and forget for the month and just kind of check in every so often to see if there's people have asked questions in the comments or if they've contributed so you can have to do that back and forth going on but like you don't have to live on there watching every post waiting to see how successful it is no matter how much or how little you're investing in your regional small business marketing and no matter what platforms you're showing up on a website is a critical part of any successful strategy why? Well, on social media, you're competing with notifications, tags, and cat videos, right? If customers are listening to the radio or a podcast, they need something to Google when your ad catches their interest. And if they get a friendly referral to a product or service that's just right for them, they need to be able to find out more, make an appointment, jump on your newsletter list, or maybe take advantage of an offer. A website can act as a 24-7 salesperson for your small business. Want to know more? Head over to my website, meredithpage.me, see what I did there, and book a free 20-minute chat so we can talk about what kind of website your regional and rural small business needs. That's M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-P-A-I-G-E dot M for marketing, E for expert. And I'll see you in our 20-minute chat. I like to think about it like gym reps too. So this, sometimes when the to-do list seems really overwhelming, I like to break it down into like chunks and how do we think about it like we go to the gym? So like if you were going to the gym and you had like your big picture plan, like I want to lose 10 kilos or I want to get really muscly or whatever the hell, um, 
you'd have that in the back of your head, but then your personal trainer would create like your weekly routine based on that being the end goal. So like similarly with social media, using my strategy, you only have like three posts per week, right? Connect, convey, convert. That would kind of be somewhere between 12 to 16 posts a month, working on the basis of like three to four, somewhere between three to four weeks. Oh, sorry, four to five weeks in a month. Um, so if you follow that three-year bucket strategy, that's only three to four posts to become up for each topic, right? Three for connect, three for convey, three for convert. Like three to four max for each of those. And so when you put it like that, it actually seems pretty achievable, right? So once you've done all that, keep reviewing your most successful content using analytics in the apps and then focus on what's getting the most traction. But again, don't sweat it too much. Keep in mind that there's the lurker principle, which I've noticed in my own social media. Like sometimes you can't measure the impact just because someone isn't liking and sharing doesn't mean it's not hitting home. So look at your analytics, but also don't get too hung up on them if, if, you, if in your gut you feel like you're going in the right direction. Um, and look, honestly, at first, it's going to feel like you're talking to no one. Like I get it, but keep at it. Like my business coach, uh, Tori Cocky, she has this concept called Tori's Law of Compounding Visibility, which I think is pretty accurate. So basically, it's like all visibility compounds. So just keep putting yourself out there. Even if each individual post isn't a runaway success in and of itself, it's the compound effect is what we're going for. So then once you've established the habit, look for ways to streamline, systemize, outsource. How can you make the finished product easy to achieve without losing the inherent value and the message? So then. Once you've done all that, then you can move on to the next layer. So this might be your core content strategy. So this is when you go to the next level and offering value, insights, information. This is about stepping into this expert status and sharing your approach and philosophies with potential customers. A couple of things I recommend here. Try to commit to doing it weekly. That's a great level of consistency. It's a great level of consistency to commit to for that top of mind kind of it really should be audio visual or both they need to hear your voice and see your face because again this is about creating the preview and it's also about building the no like and trust factor like people will do not do business with us unless they know us like us and trust us because if one of those three things doesn't exist you wouldn't buy from someone and be realistic about what your audience can commit to watching or like engaging with regularly as well as what you can commit to producing regularly so Think about who you're talking to and what they have the capacity to do. So if your audience are like avid readers where you can sort of safely say when they sit, maybe sit down at their desk every morning, they allow themselves 20 minutes, half an hour to catch up on stuff. So a weekly blog, which might be a 10-minute read with your headshot somewhere prominent on the page would work really well in that instance. If your audience is maybe time poor but they have a really big commute or maybe they exercise for like an hour every day, a podcast would work. And again, headshot for you goes all over the cover art. Um, if they're time for but they enjoy like snappy videos they can watch between activities a weekly video series might be really good don't get caught up in a trend if it's not going to work for you or your target market like if it's not going to be something that you can do easily and regularly produce don't get shiny on object syndrome here so I'll, I'll, to my own example for this this is a bit of like a like a journey i went through with my marketing so i wanted to start um branching out and doing videos like I really enjoyed at the point that I started doing this two or three years ago maybe a bit longer I really um I thought doing like really informative well-produced videos looked really impressive and that's what I wanted to do 
but I'm like a raging perfectionist. So like I would edit them within an inch of their life and I'd try and do like a slide deck to go with them. And like I'm pretty sure by the time I sweated out making just one video, the ones that actually got live and I didn't just get frustrated with and throw my toys out of the cot, like two or three people would watch. So that's a lot of effort to put in for two or three people to watch and like and then what's your conversion rate going to be off those? How many of those are going to become customers? Like, is it really worth it? So then I kind of went, all right, I like the idea of video. I think it is important to get my face out there because I'm like, you know, a one-person show, basically. So maybe I need to do live. I'm just going to bite the bullet and do my videos live. And that worked really well. Um, so I would pick a topic, and some of them actually got to the point where I was like, looked like I'd been dragged through a hedge backwards. So for a while, uh, Instagram Live worked really well for me. But then as I got more and more refined on who my target market was, I realised that I didn't want to be, and neither did they, want to be glued to their screen for 20 minutes after they had like a massive day at work and then they were just trying to sit down and either relax or engage with their kids. I didn't want to be encouraging them to sit on their phone for 20 minutes, 10 minutes watching me because I knew where my crowd was at. They're like mum and dad businesses. They've got young families. They've got, they come home and then it's soccer training and dinner time and bath time. And it's, they didn't need, I didn't want to be encouraging them to extract themselves from all that just to sit there and watch me do my thing for 10 minutes. Because I just knew it wasn't. I knew their priorities weren't that. And so they wouldn't watch it. So that's when I turned to podcasting because I felt like that was a really sustainable way to communicate. They could do it while they were doing, you know, running between school and work. Um, they could do it while they're taking their dog for a walk, while they're doing the dishes, maybe um, while they're pottering around the house or while they're doing some book work, you know, in like the, the downtime between customers. It, to me, it felt like a more sustainable way to share value with the people I want to do business with in a way that was going to work in better harmony with their daily routine rather than forcing them to try and watch something that I wanted to create. Moral to the story is think about Really think about who it is you're trying to communicate with and what they're going to want to do. Meet them where they're at. So once you've looked at core content and you've looked at your regular social media communications, then we can look at email. Um, and this needs to be a clear exchange of value for joining your newsletter list. So things you can do are like think about maybe a weekly action item or a reminder they would benefit from. They can sign up to receive those. Um, maybe they get a free download or a guide when they sign up, which helps them like tackle a specific problem. This could be like a checklist, a meal plan, recipe, product guide, um, or they might get like a discount or a voucher or a freebie, um, something they can redeem next time they work with you to encourage them to actually come in and become a customer. So there's actually an example of this over on my website right now. So I've got a guide I created for marketing on autopilot, all like my go-to apps for setting up marketing systems. So if you download that, you'll join my email list and then you'll get my weekly updates and you'll get access to the free useful guides. It's all just in a PDF, really easy to use. And it's got links and explainers and my tips and everything in there. Now, this is where having access to and control of your website becomes really critical because it allows you to implement all these strategies that can then run like 24-7 in the background of your business. So let me tell you how my marketing started out. And then with this concept of layering what it looks like today. So, like I said, I started out with this connect, convey, convert concept. That got me going and at least showing up every week doing something. So along the way, I then really refined my target market. I got more and more specific about who I was working with, what they needed, how I was best suited to serve them. 
realized the long form videos didn't really suit either of us. So then I went to weekly Instagram lives. Um, I then realized my target market actually wanted less screen time. So I switched to podcasting. Um, along the way, I established a system where my virtual assistant now publishes my podcast each week. Um, and also what she does is she publishes like a little extract quote from a previous episode. It kind of encourages people to go back and check out that previous episode. It's also like a nice visual, like little nugget of gold. So what we're really getting out of each episode is two bits of content purely for social. So now all I have to do is hit record and she does the rest. Um, and that's given me the space to try other strategies. So I'm experimenting with like reels and basic video, um, which is really fun. And like I have the space to do this now because I know at least two posts a week are happening thanks to my VA as well as other stuff that I schedule. And so I can just focus on making really good content for my podcast and like, like interviewing really interesting people that also have like marketing strategies for small business owners and experimenting with social. Now I've got the baseline set up. And then as I'm doing my podcast, I encourage my listeners to go over to the website, access links, download, join my mailing list. So this idea of, the idea of layering not only allows you to like establish habits and make sustainable progress, it also allows you to overlap these strategies and turn them more into like marketing pipelines for your business. So I hope this episode's helped you kind of work your way through the weeds of your marketing a bit and give you a bit of like a next step one so you can actually get started and more importantly get started sustainably. Start layering these things in. It's never too late to start. You've never been in business too long or too little in order for this to work. It's just about being realistic and managing your own expectations and capacity. And remember, this is an opportunity to remind yourself and your customers why you're doing what you do. Take that gift and remind people why it's how you've been called to serve them. I hope this has been helpful, guys, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Taking Back Joy. Did this episode happen to spark an idea in your business brain? I'd love to hear how this topic helped you. So take a screenshot of you listening right now, post it to Instagram and tag me at meredithpage.me and tell me in the caption what your big takeaway was from this episode. Thanks guys. See you next time.